For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What up, Dodgers Nation? D-Mag here, and today I've got some extra Pepio in my Stepio, because today I'm joined by Mr. Ryan Pepio. Ryan, thanks for rocking with us today, my man. Nah, thanks for having me, Doug. Hey, man, hey, I'm rocking my Hawaiian shirt, because you're the only guy I know that likes Hawaiian shirts more than me, so this is just for you, man. <laughs> for sure. All right, well, hey, we're going to get to oh, some... I need to get one, Hey, man, I'll let you borrow. You can wear it after your first start this season. I'm totally down. Uh, this, is a little, this is kind of an extra medium, but I uh, might need a little bigger one. But we'll get you one. But uh, we're going to get into some baseball talk in just a second. We're going to start things off with a little bit of a rapid round, a little warm-up. I'm calling it the Ryan Express. That name has been used for another pitcher ever, right? So we're good. So what do you think? You do some rapid round, Ryan? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Favorite baseball movie? Sandlot. Favorite TV show? Uh, How I Met Your Mother. Xbox or PS5? Xbox. Favorite game? Uh, Maddie. Yes. Go to fast food spot on the road. Uh, that's a good one. This is not very rapid of me. Um, I'm going to say In and Out. In and Out. Hey, the locals will love that. How about favorite musical artist? Uh, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Nice. Country. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, if you were not a baseball player, what would you be doing, Ryan? Uh, commercial real estate. Nice baller. If you could strike out any batter in the history of Major League Baseball, past or present, who would that be? Ken Griffey Jr. The kid. Favorite player to watch in baseball that isn't a Dodger? Current players, uh, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Nice. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? A dog. <laughs> like it. Which teammate would have the best chance of surviving a zombie apocalypse? Zombie apocalypse. Who on the team hunts and can be outside? Um, d May. Dustin Mania. I love it. Okay, last one. Get you on this one. Most famous person in your phone. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Walker Bueller? Bueller, hey, he's famous, man, for sure. All-star pitcher. So, yeah, we got Walker Bueller. Brian, let's get into some baseball talk. First thing I want to know, how's the offseason been, Ryan? Offseason's been great. Um, out here in Arizona, so I've been at Camelback Ranch most of the offseason. Um, just getting ready for a couple months, a couple weeks away. 
Yeah, and it's going to be your second season getting that big league action. I kind of want to rewind a little bit and talk about your big league debut. Back last May, you made your debut against the Pirates. You did not wait very long to get your first strikeout, striking out Gamble there with your first at-bat. I just wanted to know, what was that holy crap moment for you where it really just hits you that you had made it in the show? That moment was probably when I walked out of the tunnel uh, to go out and warm up. Like I walked out of the tunnel, walked through the dugout, and like saw my family right down the line waiting for me to get warmed up. So that was probably the, the moment. It just hits you, man. Hey, the, the dream became a reality. And then next question is, last year, you got some nice experience at the big league level. You pitched in nine games across 36 and the thirds innings. How would you assess your first taste of big league action? And what are some of the biggest things you learned pitching in the show for your first time last year? I had some great experience um, getting some stars coming out of the bullpen as well. Um, I think the biggest thing I really learned is not to try to do too much, even though it's a big league, just stay true to who I am and be Ryan Pepe. I don't have to be anybody else. And then the biggest thing I'm going to take away is um, be in the zone more. When I'm in the zone, good things happen. Um, and when I'm not, at least the long innings, and nobody wants to be out there in the playing defense for that long. Yeah, and look, there's nothing that really can prepare you for your first big league action, right? I mean, you can talk about it, you can think about it, you can dream about it, but until you're really on that mound for the first time, you really just don't know what to expect. But is there anything that you would have done differently in your first year? No, I wouldn't have done anything differently. I just kind of would have stayed true to myself like I did and just gone out there and competed with whatever I had that day, whether it was my A stuff or whether it was B or C. Um, I gave it my all whatever I had that day, um, just trying to give the team the best chance to win a ball game. Yeah, and there's a lot of veterans on this team. Who are some of those players that maybe took you under their wing in your first year? Um, Walker took me under under his wing pretty good when he was around. Um, and then Tony as well. Um, and Evan Phillips. I went to like break, every time I was up, I'd go to breakfast with Tony and Evan and Bessia um, and Heaney would come too. So it was a good little group and everybody, everybody was super welcoming with those guys uh, with the extra mile. Yeah, and just being in this organization, you're surrounded by an endless amount of accomplished veterans. But I want to ask you specifically about the future first ballot Hall of Famer, Clayton Kershaw. What have you learned from being around Kersh that you'll take with you for the rest of your career? Watching him do his thing on start days is it's something special. His routine, he's got it down to like the second where he's got to be, where he's what he's doing at what certain time. So just being able to like be there and be in the back row and sit there and watch that all unfold um that i'll take that with me and then just he gave me a lot of advice uh, especially my first couple outings was just like hey just go out there and be yourself don't try to do too much yeah that must have been special getting advice from someone like clayton kershaw it made you feel a lot more comfortable going out there not just pitching for any team pitching for the dodgers with this rich tradition but last year was such a wild year for you i mean you start the year at triple a oklahoma city you bounce back and forth between the big league club to the minor leagues and then they use your five options throughout the year first question is one how the heck did you do that how many frequent flyer miles did you get last season that was such a wild experience and two had that impact your routine at all i did rack up the frequent flyer miles and paid for a lot of my vacations this off season <laughs> flying places so thank you I'll take that um but no it was it's something that you don't really get taught in the minor leagues you can learn a lot about pitching being on the road all that stuff but they never teach you about um what it takes to get called up and then sent down all the time so it was I talked to a lot of guys that have done it before, like obviously Tony had done it, D-May had done it a little bit. So some of the guys that have been through it, and I was like, how do you handle it? And I talked to Mitch White a lot because he did it all the time. I mean, I think he was 11 times a year before, before they yeah. made the rule, um, basically like the Mitch White rule. Um, but I talked to him and I was like, he's like, just 
be where your feet are, whether you're pitching in Oklahoma City or somewhere other city in AAA, or if you're pitching in the big leagues, just whenever you get the chance and get the ball, um, you give your best. Yeah, it's a big Mitch White household. Love me some Mitch White. And I'd imagine, too, just pitching at Dodger Stadium, all that adrenaline that comes with it. Could it have been a benefit, though, going from pitching at the big leagues than just assessing that performance, kind of evaluating what you did right, what you did wrong, things you want to work on, and then taking that and using it as a really training grounds back at AAA? Really had nothing else to prove, of course, but was it almost a benefit potentially in trying to help your growth? Yeah, absolutely. Being able to go up in the big leagues and pitch and then get that experience and go learn from what went well, what didn't go well, and then just take those things and go back to AAA and be like, okay, I didn't strike my change up as well as I wanted to this past one, so I'm going to go focus on that in the next start. Yeah, and I think last season, I think every time you know it was a Pepio star, we got super excited because one thing we were looking for, of course, was that changeup. I mean, your changeup is nastier than a gas station bathroom. Yeah. One of the best changeups in the game already, 80 grade. Just kind of break down that changeup, where it came from, kind of the grip, and just how it has become such a lethal weapon for you. Um, it's a circle change off the four seam. So I literally just take a circle change where I throw my four seam fastball. Um, I didn't really have one like high school early on in college. I kind of picked it up my sophomore year and just throwing it in catch play and long tossing with the changeup kind of just allowed me to get the feel and then just been fine tuned and I use it whenever I want, whenever I can, um, righty, lefty, um, early in the count, behind in the count, whatever the circumstances needed. Um, it's one thing I feel really comfortable throwing at any time. Yeah, and it's an absolutely electric pitch, and we know that your stuff is elite, really, when it comes to pure raw stuff. But it's really, I think, if you would agree with me, it's kind of just about harnessing it at the big league level. What do you think is the biggest key to harnessing that changeup in the show? I've done a lot of work this offseason on just trying to get my body in better positions to access the zone more, because when I'm in the zone, I have a lot of success. So that's just kind of been the minor tweaks I've really done this offseason, just trying to get... Um, a little more north-south so that I can get the ball out in front of me and release it so that it is a strike for longer than it was where some of the times it'd be uh, arm side spray and it was just an automatic take. So just getting getting better looks um, from guys, if, even if they're making a take, but making it more of a competitive pitch. Yeah, and you just you look at those highlights. I mean, it's ridiculous when it's on. It's one of the most effective pitches in the game. But you talk about that other pitch mix. I mean, last season, really had a three-pitch mix. You go with that four seam, you go with that changeup, and then that slider. Now talk about the offseason, things you've been tinkering with. Is there maybe a fourth pitch you're going to add to your arsenal? moving forward no i'm gonna stay with the three for now um i've tinkered around with the curveball a little bit just because i've always kind of thrown one just it just doesn't really fit or play into how everything else goes because fastball and change up and slider all come out of the same arm slot same zone so just having that deception with the three pitches um and just fine-tuning those i think uh, I'll, I'll be able to find success yeah, and you look at your slider, almost feels like a cutter slider, almost hybrid type of pitch. And and you kind of look at your fastball has that arm side run. I mean, what are you trying to do with that slider? Because it doesn't seem like it really needs that much refining. It's just kind of more experience using it in the show. No, absolutely. It's just more about the experience. Um, just because my fastball has a ride and run. It does that. The changeup comes off of it down that way. So I don't need something that moves 20 inches to the left. So it's just kind of making sure it's coming out of the same zone and then it has enough depth to miss barrels. Um, so it's just, like you said, using it and more experiences and getting getting used to throwing that more. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to ask you about this renowned pitching development staff with the Dodgers. I call him Dr. Mark Pryor, the way he gets guys into his lab and you guys know how to optimize pitchers to their best ability. Can you just talk about what it's like working with Mark Pryor and everyone with the Dodgers pitching development and what they do that allows them to have so much success at optimizing the pitchers in this organization? 
they do a great job and it's not just like the pitching staff it's the medical staff it's the strength staff as well and they kind of work all together like as a cohesive unit um which i think is really cool and i mean they're a lot smarter than i am when it comes to all the numbers so like they're telling me things and i'm like okay like that makes a lot of sense so and it's all just personal preference too like i can go as deep as i want to or as little detail as i want and it's everyone is out there rooting for you and they want you to have as much possible success as you can so whatever they have to do, whether it's working with me every single throw or whether it's just a little bit here and there, um, just trying to find that balance of what is gonna be able to make me have the most success. So it's, they do a great job and it's they're really fun to work with. Yeah, and how much peace of mind does that give you knowing that you're in this Dodgers organization? Do you can trust the process with them knowing that yes, you have World Series expectations, there is always pressure that comes with putting it on that Dodgers uniform, but also you know, you have the best coaching and development in the business. No, it's, it's a big time aspect that brings a lot of peace to the mind where I know we have the best staff and that the guys are out there to help and make sure that we're the best because so that we can live up to those championship expectations. Yeah, and I always wonder, do any of your friends that are in other organizations ask you like, hey, what are they doing? What's that special Dodgers dust like? What are they doing? I mean, are they trying to pry that information, some of those secrets out from you at times or anything like that? I haven't had too much experience with that. I just know I'm, I'm really good friends with Gus Varland um, and he got taken in the Rule 5 draft this year and he was with the A's and got traded um, and with Sheldon Noisy um, for the Calera trade a couple years ago. And he was like, I was with the A's and then I came here and I was like, what? in the world have I missed out on. Um, so just kind of hearing that from other guys who've been in other places, I'm like, okay, well, I, we have it really good here. I'm telling you, I think Mark Pryor can get me on the mound. I think he can turn my career around. I know I haven't pitched since, since JV, but still, I think that he can work his magic. That's my dream. But moving on, I want to talk about your start on August 21st against the Marlins, home game, and you're going up against Sandy Alcantara, a guy who goes on to win the Cy Young, and you really have your best start of the year. You go six innings, allow four hits, two runs, had those seven punch outs on 97 pitches, and it was the deepest you went into a game. How much confidence does a start like that in a game like that give you heading into that offseason, knowing that you're going to work on stuff moving forward. How much confidence does a start like that give you? Well, it was my birthday too. So I had a little bit more of a confidence booster on that one. So, um, but that was definitely big time confidence booster to have the support to go out there and finish six innings. Um, even when there was a guy that got on in the fifth. So just being able to go out there, um, get the support to go, Hey, you got this, finish this inning and make it through six and know that I can do that and have success at this level. Um, definitely really gives me a lot of confidence going into this year. Yeah, and you talk about this year and this youth movement that everyone's talking about. The Dodgers didn't make very many massive signings this offseason. All the talk is you're going to get contributions from some of the young players this year. Talk about how excited are you to be one of those members of this youth movement that's going to be expected to have a big impact for this team. It's very exciting. I want to help the team however I can, whether I'm starting out of the bullpen, combination of both, whatever I can do um, to help the team give the team the best chance to win ball games is that's the goal is win ball games, win championships. So whatever I can do to help um, is very exciting. And then it's also super exciting for me too, because it's a lot of the guys that I've came up the system with and played um, that are going to get some playing time and get to see them showcase their talents at the big league level. And I know these guys are going to have success like Altman, Bush, Vargas, um, Gavin, Stone, Grove, Andre, all those guys I've played with um, for years now. And it's fun to see us come up together as friends and um, as teammates and just to be able to see the guys living their dream as well. 
um, it's, it's really cool to, and really special to be a part of. Yeah, that core, that nucleus is going to be special. So much talent. But I want to touch on something you mentioned in your role for this team. Last year, you did have some opportunities to come out of the pen as a reliever. Have you talked to the Dodgers about the role you might have for this upcoming team? And would you be open to maybe having a reliever role in certain spots if it means you get more big league time? I haven't really talked necessarily role yet. I'm sure that'll come more on spring training. Um, but whatever I'm asked to do, whenever my name is called to take the ball, whether I'm starting on a Tuesday or I'm coming out of the bullpen on a Thursday, whatever it is, um, I know I'm going to give everything I got that day. Yeah, and you talk about some of those other guys, Bobby Miller and Gavin Stone. You made your debut last year. Are you going to kind of take those guys under your wing? And what advice would you give Stone and Miller? Because they're expected to make their debut this season. They're great guys. I play catch with them. I mean, I play catch with Gavin this morning. So, um, and Bobby's in Arizona too. So I'm around those guys all the time. And I mean, they're great dudes. And they were with me in AAA this year. So it's a lot of fun to watch them throw. And I mean, they're really good and they're really special. And the Dodger fans should be excited to have them uh, come up this year. Yeah, I definitely like to take them under my wing and help them out. Just so you know, I went through it. They're going to go through it as well. So just give my little bits and pieces to help them have the most success they possibly can. Um, I like that. Yeah, kind of show them around the clubhouse and introduce them to everyone. I mean, hey, you're going to be the veteran already with some of those younger guys. And it's going to be special. I mean, I'm excited to see you guys in this group moving forward where, hey, the Dodgers, they didn't make these moves for a reason. They did that because they know that they've got young studs like you in this organization that can have a big impact for years to come. But I also wanted to ask you about maybe someone in the Meyer League system that maybe some Dodger fans might not know about who you think they should know about and they should be excited about for the next few years. Um, Johnny DeLuca is really good. Um, yeah. he was my draft year. I don't know. He's like 33rd round pick or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Um, but he's a great guy. Um, LA based kid, um, hometown kid. And I mean, he's a great dude, great teammate. Um, another guy I'd like to see have some success would be Nick Robertson. Um, good friends with him. So, um, I mean, he's like 6'6", six, six, every bit of 260, uh, right-handed pitcher, good reliever. Um, I think both of those guys are somebody under that flies under the radar that could have success at the big level. Yeah, I get excited about those names, those guys. They're beasts as well. So we'll get you out on this one, Ryan. The 2023 season will be a success for you if and fill in the blank. Uh, my walk rate is under 10%. Walk rate under 10%. And you absolutely can do that. Hey, let's not forget, you're still considered a rookie. You're my pick to win rookie of the year this season. So, hey, let's go ahead. Be that 19th rookie of the year for this Dodgers organization. But that is Ryan Pepio, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan, thank you so much. We appreciate the time. Join us here at Dodgers Nation. We'll talk to you in spring training. And good luck this season, my man. Thank you, Doug. I really appreciate it. All right, anytime. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 